You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now I wish I had stayed up late to catch the ending of the Raptors-Lakers game uh, as Los Angeles uh, seemingly got just a ton of calls. We have stats on this, by the way, and we will get to that in just a bit as we go over our NBA card and NBA lessons learned. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you. We'll get to Lakers-Raptors, I'm sure, in just a bit. But first, let's get into uh, something that could involve uh, an MVP conversation. Joel Embiid of the 76ers has some swelling in his knee. He will be out for tonight's game against the Atlanta Hawks. He missed Saturday's game and the last two days of practice with this very issue. Uh, So, Joe, in terms of Joel Embiid's injury, what are the short-term and long-term consequences, you think? Yeah, when when I see Embiid injury, I wonder, okay, how long? And, okay, here's another game that he's going to be missing. So how long is this going to drag out? Because something you have to keep in mind when placing these sort of wagers is the minimum games played. And the idea was not injuries. The idea was about making sure that guys aren't getting management. You know, okay, you're going to rest here. Oh, I don't know, like Kawhi, uh, rest there, and they want their stars playing. But yeah, like that's that's always a concern with bigs like that. And, and he has the injury history and he's got the win in his pocket. Like, is he going to fall? He's not falling at BetMGM. Like at BetMGM, he's still the second favorite, plus 275. But he is slipping at other spots. I see him uh, going down to four to one, kind of in that third, fourth favorite range. So that is certainly something to be concerned about. That, yeah, the numbers will be there when he's out there. But is he going to be out there? And this this market has uh, taken a lot of twists and turns over the last week with, with all the injuries, um, players that have been popular wagers, but some of the injuries settling in here early January. Yeah, the thing with Embiid is like, can he stay healthy? His numbers could be there. He got his MVP last year. I would personally pass on it, but if you really like Embiid, I mean, I guess you could look for a buy low spot on him if, you know, you seem to get some value. But for me, I'm just going to pass. Mm-hmm. And we kind of forget like last year because he won the MVP that all of a sudden he's at a certain tier, but he's had injury problems before. I mean, he's a big guy exactly. down Ray and you know, this post-up game, like that's what he's known for. So he's going to get hurt. And the question is, can he reach that minimum threshold? And yeah, it was only a few years ago when we had an MVP in Giannis who only played 63 games last year, Embiid played 66. So while you can miss time and still miss this award, award joe it's a good point that you have to play at least 65 in order to qualify for this award and i think what also matters even more than that 
is how well have the other MVP candidates have handled the rigors of an NBA season? How many games have they played? Well, Nikola Jokic, the favorite at two to one at BetMGM, he's not missing any time at all. He is a man on a mission. I don't know what off-season program he was on, if there was even an off-season program, uh, hanging out at uh, his version of the Dude Ranch, but uh, it worked out just fine so far because he's been quite healthy. Luca, SGA, they've played more and managed well uh, than Embiid. Giannis is still a force. And I think, yes, you can miss time because everybody is going to, but if everyone else is relatively healthy and their management workload has been better than yours, then you're naturally going to fall behind compared with everybody else. And so to me, I cannot bet on Joel Embiid for MVP right now, especially with these odds. A lot of these top names, I'm looking at them at, and I'm like, and I agree with you on Embiid. Like I would, I would scratch him off right now. And then SGA jumped him. That's the interesting one. Uh, plus 350, some spots have him as a second favorite. Others have him as a third favorite. He's a third favorite over at BetMGM. I, I wonder if he can win this award. Like the, the numbers are there. And if he's going to do that for the entire season, okay, fine. The numbers will be there. But is he going to get enough first place votes going against some of these other names that are up there? Like, what if Embiid is up there the entire year? What if Jokic continues to stay up there? How about Luka? He hasn't taken the Luka fall yet. And th okay. with the numbers, he should be up there in that top four. Then there's a gap. But where's the gap to? The gap is to Giannis and Tatum, people that get votes every single year. So while I, you know, people are hot on the thunder, they're even exceeding those expectations. He's been a superstar. Man, second favorite. I I wouldn't put him there. No, mm -hmm. I, I could certainly not do that. And those are the long-term consequences as far as how to deal with them. But as far as the short-term consequences, the Sixers do have a game against the Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta's a one-and-a-half-point favorite. So, Hawk, are you going to back the Hawks tonight? <laughs> I think I will. Minus one and a half. This wasn't two and a half. With no Embiid, uh, the Sixers haven't been playing very well without him. I was also thinking maybe the over because we know the Hawks are a pretty good shooting team and they won't have Embiid defensively, especially down low. But uh, Hawks minus one and a half, I think, is the play for me tonight. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, that's a good look. Uh, You know, what I I always find interesting, and we saw it last night without Ja is when you don't have that superstar player, how teams respond. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people overreact and the line moves and they go the other way. But I'm always thinking about backing those teams. And they took care of Dallas last night. Memphis did. And we've seen it in other spots. Uh, Philadelphia, and I guess it's similar. You know, it's now a second game out for him. But I'm I'm thinking about uh, those same lines with the Pacers and Halliburton because that's yeah. man. There are some people that had some good Halliburton numbers on MVP tickets too. Throw him in there too. Um, he's now falling down to sixty six to one. It, it's sounding like weeks. It some were suspecting that it would be longer. Maybe it turns into being longer because teams never overestimate injuries. But man the Pacers removing him from that team and the amount of points that they give up on a nightly basis, that that could be a rough stretch for them. And, you know, you think of the Pacers and how great everything's been this year, like slow down a little bit because they are so bunched up in the Eastern Conference. Five, six, and seven seed, they're all like 21 and 15. Like you have a bad week and you're out of the playoff picture in the East, even if you're the Pacers. Yeah, one thing I was thinking about with the Pacers is with no Halliburton, like Mathurin and Nemhard will have bigger roles, maybe looking at their props. I was on yeah. uh, the Pacers when they just played the Wizards, and that was the game where Halliburton was injured. And I think that spread was 11 and a half, and the Wizards end up covering by just a couple points. Uh, but I think this is this is the fifth game of a five game homestand for the Pacers. So I would think that they'd want to get a W before they get on the road and they find a way to rally. This is a bad wizards team. Seven it, and it a half. Is, it is also a seven and a half point spread. And that's the tricky part for me is that mm-hmm. what the Pacers are going to be missing uh, without Halliburton is the assist numbers. He's averaging 12 and a half a game, which is uh, mighty, mighty impressive. So I do wonder if we're going to see more ISO ball from the guys you mentioned. And if that's the case, then sometimes ISO ball sometimes just doesn't work out. Uh, or, you know, say you get a quick trigger or something like that. Totals 253 and a half. Certainly the Pacers play at a pace and have great, you know, shooters where they can get to that number. But I wonder if the under makes a little bit more sense because if it's just a bad day at the ranch, maybe, you know, those ISO plays don't work as well. The ball movement's not going to be nearly as crisp uh, because Halliburton's not going to be there. Wizards plus seven and a half. Like, I get it as a hold your nose kind of a play. I don't know if I want to do it, but maybe the under makes a little bit more sense, just assuming that the ball movement's not going to be as good. Joe, you mentioned uh, if you have a star player getting injured, then that 
is something where maybe you still want to back the team because the market's overreacting. John Morant's certainly an example of this. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of what happened last night against the Mavericks. Yep, for sure. Uh, good point on the total. I, I agree with that on, on the Pacers game. So, yeah, you you have big adjustments to the point spread, but it feels like there's not enough of an adjustment there on that total. Uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting look for that game to see how they respond. Uh, but you're right about Memphis. Now, long-term, does that mean I'm going to do anything? Oh, hell no. Hell, hell no. no. <laughs> not with Ja and, you know, Stephen Adams talked about, about that yesterday. Like, they're, they're in a rough spot. This season's going to end up being a wash for them. So I feel for everyone that, that jumped in. Another situation, got a great number, and now it's dead. It's done. Like, Halliburton's done. It's dead. Like, the 66 to 1, like, no. He's probably not going to meet the, the requirement of minimum games, which uh, is, is always going to be interesting moving forward with these uh, MVP races that we have here. But, uh, yeah, I'm not – that could have been a, a one-night thing for the Memphis Grizzlies and a lot of things that we were saying before about this team, that things will level off with, with the home court and they're not going to be a team that's 10 games under 500 all year at home. Well, maybe they, maybe they will now. Mm -hmm. No, Mm -hmm. I think that's fair. Definitely want to get to uh, last night between the Raptors and the Lakers Uh, from Opta stats in the last four minutes of that game last night, the Lakers had 19 free throw attempts, The Raptors had zero. It's the largest shutout and free throw attempts over the final final four minutes of regulation since 2010. I know the national pundits love to make fun of the fact that the Lakers seem to get all the calls and all that stuff, but the stats don't lie there. It did seem a bit lopsided. And this matters a lot because the Raptors are playing the second of a back-to-back tonight against the Clippers, and Mm -hmm. LAC is a massive favorite in this one, Joe. Uh, did you see the Raptors coach after the game? He yep. went off. There's going to be a hefty fine. <laughs> like, yeah, how hefty is that one going to be? Uh, he snapped, and I can't say I disagree with anything that he had to say, though. Like, sometimes I, I get heard. tired of, of, of the arguments with the coaches. Like, look, oh, it's not fair. Like, like there's this idea that it's got to be even. Well, no, it doesn't. But he brought up some some great points about how they were attacking the rim and not getting any of the calls. And, you know, he brought up giving superstar plays, superstar calls, and they're never going to get that. Like he went in and I loved every bit of it. Mm -hmm. I did too. And I like it. He knows there's a fine probably coming, but you got to pick and choose your battles. And I think he was correct here. Exactly. He's willing to pay that locker room. And he won that locker room. Mm-hmm. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM, Jimmy Patsos, and college basketball coming up on the BetQL Network.